Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Is the best of two pros and a couple Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Well, I'll say this. The Iowa Hawkeyes are off the hook. <laughs> right, they Who's are. on it now? Vikings, <laughs> Vikings are on it. They're on deck. Man. The NFC Central's back, boys. Uh, the uh, Bears and the Vikings put on a classic last night. Woof. Oh. That was rough to watch. Woof. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman were so relieved that that game was ending when it did. Like, they were so happy. It's a bit of a snoozer, man. <laughs> and I mean, literally, I've been working all morning to, to watch it <laughs> again <laughs> by highlights. <laughs> Which weren't very many. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I watched the whole thing, and uh, I, I sent out some texts to Jonas while it was happening because he, he did this. Mm. He, he did this, Lavar. What did I do? Because no. here's what Jonas does. Jonas, who's a lifelong Bears fan, had this negative attitude and, and wanted to make it seem like the Bears had no shot and all this stuff. And I kept thinking, man, that line looks funky. And the Bears, since they got Montez Sweat, defensively have been a little better. And obviously with, with Fields' dual threat ability, the ability to run the football, it kind of limits what you could do sometimes defensively if you're Brian Flores. Sure enough, sure enough, sure Josh enough. Dobbs ends up having, what, four picks? Yeah. And the ball was being battered around like a ball. I mean, it's it could have been bat- like six or seven picks. Yeah, it's volleyball. It looked like volleyball. Yeah, it, it, it looked like the ball went in the air, yep. and everyone was just kind of setting it, bumping it, yep. spiking it. Yep. It was it was tough to watch, but you felt like at some point Dobbs and the Vikings were going to have one of those games, and unfortunately, it was it was last night. Mm. Are you saying the bloom is off the rose, so to speak, when it comes to Josh Josh Dobbs? If, if you want to put it that way, you can you can say it. But there's been a lot of things that have gone his way, where he's got, had some luck and things have worked out for him. This was an instance where like nothing seemed to go their way, and then that being said. They still had a shot to win they the game. Yes, they did. Which was miraculous. But I, 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 I sat there with my wife. I looked next to her. I go, watch this. I go, Fields is going to drive them down. He's going to scramble a little bit. But he's probably going to find DJ Moore for a couple big plays. And I just kept telling her, in-breaking routes. In-breaking routes. In-breaking I go, at routes. some point, they're going to start throwing some in-breaking routes. 
and then they're going to set up for a field goal to win. And so watching, I, I sat there, I, just, I don't even know why I watched. I probably wasted 20 minutes of sleep that I could have been in bed, but instead watching it happen, I was like, yep, yep, that, that's just, that's how this game was going to happen. Mm. Uh, I was watching, saw my baby Jaquan get get him a, uh, get him a nice what little, up, little, little, little. By the, by the way, the Bears secondary, like they're, there's some there's some guys Johnson in the on that bait move that, that but healthy is good dude. yeah they're pretty good pretty good but I mean Jalen Johnson's gonna be a free agent though but, but oh. he that was one hell of a bait move on what looked like him jumping the the in route and then dropping back into to two coverage is what it looked like um, yeah I mean I saw I saw parts of the game um, really tried to put my my analytics. Uh, you know, expert hat on to watch the game and get into it. And before I knew it, I, I think I was like one of those Navy SEALs who were having to hold their breath underwater. <laughs> and you pass out and you, you start to sink into the abyss and you don't even realize that you're passing out. And I was fighting it. I promise you guys, I was I was watching and I was fighting and I was watching. Like I felt like I was in the game. Because I had to fight to stay awake to watch this game, and I'm just being honest. Hey, listen, Dad, that's that's the right approach. I'm just being honest. being honest. Yeah, I'm just being honest. Like about what we saw, I really was dialed in. I was watching Billions until it came on, and then the game came came on. And, and which, by the way, I was watching Billions for about maybe two and a half, three hours. How many, how long is a football game? About three. About three? Yeah. Yeah, I, I probably made about an hour and a half. I be, I made an hour and a half solid. I mean, it, it seemed like it was it, – like, I'm a defender, so it seemed like the type of game I should like, but I didn't like it. Like, it didn't it, – it just seemed boring. It was very boring to me. Am I wrong for that? No. I think that's probably the uh, – thought that a lot of people had watching that game last night i started like entertaining myself like creating different storylines like does does the quarterbacks in this game does dobbs and and uh justin fields and fields do they look like runts from like you know a cartoon or like uh, a cartoon character from like disney or something like that like i started like doing different things to like entertain myself you, oh so you would have been more entertained if it was the nickelodeon broadcast yes yes yeah like people I would have. slime yes like the nickelodeon blimp. like make them look like real life like toy story type stuff like yeah i would have been more enter- entertained on, on a double dare set yes down like a chocolate slide pulling a fly i would have never thought nose. it would have never thought yeah. that that would end up where I'd be at watching an NFL football game with so many turnovers. Again, I'm a defender, so I love to see the defensive guys get their due. But man, it was weird. Yeah, it's just very weird. Yeah, it was a uh, not a great football game. Uh, and look, neither team is all that great. But as we stand right now, the Minnesota Vikings still have the seven seed uh, in the NFC playoffs. Yeah. And, uh, well, I hope you're happy, Jonas. This I, is what you wanted. Look, Last night was exactly what you wanted. This I is don't not, understand look, that. Why would you want that, okay, Jonas? Look, I, we nobody has celebrated uh, the Josh Dobbs run this year like this show has. Uh, we have been pounding the table for Josh Dobbs, uh, comeback player of the year. Uh, that seemed to take a bit of a hit last night, but... 
His coach did talk afterwards. Kevin O'Connell talked about the performance of Josh Dobbs and what to expect moving forward and did point out, and this is what a lot of box score readers aren't going to point out, you know, some of those picks, not not totally his fault. Yeah, they're battered around. Josh is, you know, as much as he's done some really good things for us, um, he's still getting comfortable in our pass game, play pass game, knowing where your quick eligibles are to, to put the ball in play, drop back pass, taking the right footwork, feet and eyes, all those things. Um, we're working through that. I think three of the interceptions uh, were off of tip balls. The rhythm and timing of our offense just not feeling as crisp as uh, as we want to. And uh, we just got to continue to try to find a way to, to make the quarter back as comfortable as possible defense would love to get a stop there on that last one but we just put them in far too many difficult situations that they did respond to and offensively we've got to be better now i would like to say uh without justin jefferson maybe it's hard to get a better evaluation of josh dobbs like you get justin jefferson back then we can have the discussion but wasn't didn't q give us a stat yesterday that said that they were doing very well without him. I think they were five and one. Yeah, without Justin Jefferson, one and four with him. Yeah, so you can't go back on what that that you know. Kind of crazy. For, yeah, for the sake of the take, you can do whatever you sake, want after this game. You know what? You, <laughs> yeah. you I, I'm with you. You, you know what? I'm with you there. <laughs> Damn right. Go, you know what? Go ahead and do what you were going to do. <laughs> you're, 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 you are exactly right, yeah. Jonas. You know, retroactively, uh, this is how this uh, you know thought on this game should have been. I, I have a. Uh, I would like to make a request to the NFL, though, and you yeah. guys have have more poll than I do, obviously. Can you please stop putting these types of games as your primetime well, games in November? Th- this is what oh, I would like to say. Please. Right. <laughs> please. I, mean, I kind of liked it. I, I kind of liked it. Hell no. Yeah, come on. Now. So this is what come I would say. Hell no. <laughs> All right, this is my request to the NFL, and we're not asking for a whole lot after you made us sit through that game last night. And, by the way, some of the games this weekend were a bag of crap. Yeah, but some up. of them, some of them were dope though. There were some dope games. This, this, I mean that 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 Philly game was a dope game, man. I don't know. Did you see the Black Friday game? I did. Did, did you? I did. <laughs> I, mean, I was embarrassed Friday. that it was Black Friday for that game. I, I hear I, you. You know, shots out to mine. Racist. What up, Lee? No, I was but, all in on it though, Sam. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't racist. I was like all in on Black Friday having football, and we was going to get black. Uh, football players. Here's <laughs> Playing Damn. football amongst other races of people of color, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, don't leave Tim Boyle out. Don't leave him out. Please. You know. Um, no, right. don't, don't leave Tariq Hill out either. <laughs> this is my... <laughs> this is my... This is my request to the NFL oh, after man. what they put us through this weekend. I would like for us to eliminate the three three of the teams making the NFC playoffs, I would like to just fast track this. And if we could just get it down to the divisional round, and this may work itself out anyways, but if we could just get Philly, San Fran, Detroit, and Dallas, we'll completely eliminate the NFC South winner. And let's just trim the fat and get straight to the best teams in the how NFC. About, how about this? How about we go, like, opens? Like, you know, you have, like, the the determined uh divisions how about you go open division meaning like once you get to a certain point in the year if you're like a bubble team and you're not like in 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 that realm of being like a a first seed or a a second second one in you go into an open meaning the best of the rest 
I don't give a damn if you're NFC or AFC. You guys will meet in the first round of the playoff. That would be dope. Yeah, not a bad idea. That would be super dope. I'd rather see them do something that the NBA does, which uh, I would usually advise against that. The little play-in? No, not even a play-in. I I don't know why I said the NBA does it, because they don't, but they should. (laughs) Um, Do a re-rack. Go go based on once we get to the end of the season, do a re-rack and just do away with the, uh, the conferences. And have the best teams, the best records square off. I think that would be dope. Oh, God, so then, I think so that then, would be super you, dope. Like, right now, if I was to tell you, the Texans, the Bills, uh, I'll throw in the Broncos, too. I, I feel like they could actually do more in the playoffs than probably the Vikings right now. Maybe even Seattle. Definitely Atlanta. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, the that- Broncos are looking like a Sean Payton-led team. And a Russell Wilson quarterbacked team. The NFC, yeah. the NFC South winner, and the two wild card teams, not named Dallas. You you can go cut a fart in the other room. Like we we don't want to see. I that. did one I mean, at the Seattle, end of the show Seattle's yesterday. The, it was kind of funny. Seattle's the other team, though. I think I, I don't know. One of you two is high on Seattle. Who was how Seattle? I may have I may have picked them to win the division. I was about to say, was it me? Yeah, I, I may have picked Seattle to, to that win the That is that was reckless. <laughs> It was. That and was a, reckless. And after, and after Thanksgiving night, it was over. I mean, there's only one team in the West, but that still was reckless. Yeah, it was a bad analysis. You thought it was a two, two-horse two race, but it was really only one. <laughs> I should have done the playoff. Hey, by the way, I, I'm telling you right now, the Rams are at five and six. They're going to be a playoff team. And also, Which is wild, and man. This is going to happen, man. Hey, their schedule is manageable down it's the way. So, I mean, it's much easier compared <laughs> to some others. Like, I'm telling you right now. At five and six, they are going to make a run. They're going to find their way in. And by just the way, prepare yourself. Sean McVay just had a baby. Nobody wants to make the playoffs more than Sean McVay. Hey, got to work again this week. Don't know what to tell you. Uh, oh, yeah. come on! I think I gotta, having babies don't are be a deadbeat like that. <laughs> I, don't I, say that. I think babies are dope. They, dude, it's the best. But yeah. it, Jonas, that's such a bad. Oh, that's come a, on! A it's a, we're, we're just oh, it's a joke. Come on, it's a joke. Dad jokes. Oh yeah. I come bet you on. it's a pretty baby. I, t- <laughs> <laughs> I bet you that baby going to win all kinds of beauty prizes. I tell you that. Yeah, right. Shouts out to the McVeigh family. Look, if you look at the Rams schedule, damn, it's it's gonna. <laughs> The Ra- the Rams schedule is really manageable, and they could end up sneaking into the playoffs. It's a real possibility. Hey, speaking of sneaking, y'all want to hear a funny story? I was as I was watching the football game, trying to to maintain my focus. I, I hear Trish scream, and I mean it was profane language that that was being screamed, and <laughs> I, I needed to figure out what was going on because you know did it startle you, or are you just kind of like oh no, here we go. Well, she's from New Jersey. So it doesn't startle me when when she hollers. It's just more or less like Wait. their way of life, you know. So what? Hold on. What does that mean? Oh, they're they're foul potty mouth, like just very aggressive. Very... Isn't a hold? On. So one, one second. My wife's from Boston. Same thing. Yeah, I would describe her the same exact way. Where I'm like, man, she's got a worse mouth than I have. It's pretty bad. It's crazy, right? Yeah. So. So I hear the the door chimes going off, and you know you can know what's going on around the crib by what door chime goes off, like what what it says, and it said the the main garage da 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 this that and other. I'm like O S, and I know that's that's Santa's workshop. Oh no! So come to find out, my eight year old daughter 
she's she's finally discovering that Santa visits the house before Christmas. Oh, oh no. Damn. So so Trish takes the older one to to cheer practice and comes home and and goes into Santa's workshop because she is indeed Santa's helper, special helper. Uh and she realized that all of the babies, you know, the the eight year old stuff had been moved around. So <laughs> the eight year old took the liberty of being while man, my 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 younger son, the twin son, is cleaning his room um, for him and the dog because they live in the same room. That's that's the proper place and living quarters for them. Um, he's cleaning his room. I'm trying to watch the game, and she needed stimulation for her mind and she wandered into santa's workshop and saw the amount of gifts that she was getting thus far now i don't know how it all played out because all i did was and i will say to my i guess i don't know my defense on not seeing the entire game um, that I forced myself to close my eyes. <laughs> forced myself to close my eyes. You didn't want to be there because I didn't want to be a part of it. <laughs> and then I get in trouble. Like I get in trouble when the kids get in trouble. Oh. So I had to deal with like being woke, woken up. At least like fake woken up. Like I, I really closed my eyes like I was asleep, but I really wasn't. She came in. She's like, "You're not. You're not going. You don't have anything to say about this." You're not you're not going to get up and 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 parent this situation. I said, well, you've already told her uh, what it is and what's going to happen and why she shouldn't and why she did and this that. You you covered off everything. I could hear it as I was falling asleep. And I said, I have to go into work. Um, if you would like to get up and go into work for me, I can get up and go talk to her and do that thing, and you can get the rest that I need so that I can get up and be coherent for work in the good morning move. was that a good move good move great move. Okay. so that yeah. that was how i escaped last night and she seemed to be okay when i left for work this morning like she you know she said she loved me which means that i i did get through that bit of a, a tough patch but sometimes you gotta alligator arm it you know man yeah you know, i didn't know how to that. handle it like <laughs> should i get up and go running like as a as the the father what do i do like what do i say <laughs> just gonna take it and say what do time i say for my to, jog look at that yeah, there you go <laughs> like i know i don't work out at this hour but you know <laughs> but you're wearing flip-flops yeah don't worry about it <laughs> but like i needed to get up out of here do some calisthenics <laughs> Uh, and that was more intriguing and, and entertaining than the game I watched last so, night, by the way. And that'll wrap up our coverage of Monday Night Football last night <laughs> between the Vikings and the Bears. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Dynasty the King. Uh, king uh. What's good, y'all? It's your main man, Michael Smith, esteemed NFL analyst and certified fantasy football legend. Allow me to present to you your new favorite fantasy football podcast, The Dynasty Exchange, hosted by my first-round rookie picks, Davis, Dylan, and Josh, three guys who most definitely know their stuff. They're the co-commissioners of the coolest and most cutthroat dynasty league you'll ever come across, The Yacht Club. And now they're the co-hosts of the most elite. Now make that the definitive dynasty program in the game. 
It's dedicated to only the most devoted of diehards. The guys like me who can't stay off sleeper and KTC. And trust me, you won't regret making the choice to follow their dynasty advice. Listen to Michael Smith presents The Dynasty Exchange on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Speaking of horrible situations and getting canceled or getting fired yeah boy know. uh this yeah. is uh, look i don't know if i should be surprised but i'm kind of surprised that it actually happened in season and we've been speculating all right what's going on in carolina like what, what what's actually well, happening brady's with the carolina been Panthers? telling us about his his close friend and business mentor and tepper you know he's been telling us the whole yeah. entire time that he saw the the handwriting on the wall by the way tepper was crunching the numbers and all that stuff on you know the and, the prognostications of where where Reich would end up as a coach, and it went down uh, shortly after we went off the air yesterday. Mm-hmm. Frank Reich 
gone. He is fired as head coach of the how Carolina Panthers. How many games Panthers. there? Uh, what are we, 11 games? <laughs> Not how many yeah. years, how many games? 11, 12 games, something like that. Oh, okay. But he becomes the first coach since the merger in 1970 to be fired in back-to-back seasons. Uh, Frank Dang. Reich. Uh, well, at least he made history. Now, he did speak, uh, you know, with a local reporter and just kind of said, hey, you know, I'm not done coaching, but as far as his NFL, you know, You ain't going to be a head coach. Yeah, it's just not going to happen in the NFL anymore. So disappointing for Frank Reich. Uh, He was brought in there. And just the way NFL Network made it play out yesterday, though, was that he was sort of a fallback plan because they had interest in Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator from Detroit, and he decided to stay put. And so now Carolina finds themselves in a familiar spot to where they're looking for a head coach, which seems like what they've been doing for the past several years. So bad spot for Frank Reich, bad spot for Bryce Young and company, but welcome to the Carolina Panthers under David Tepper. I mean, I I disagree with the past several years. I mean, obviously, you know, they, they just fired Matt Rule last year. And I think the tough thing is, is this is now the second head coach that, I mean, you talk about like wanting to rebuild. You talk about wanting to give them patience. You haven't given them any of that. And, and I think when you are a owner who David Tepper has some experience as a minority owner, he he bought a small stake in the Pittsburgh Steelers back in 2008, I believe. So he obviously saw how quite possibly one of the best organizations, if not the best, has operated. And I don't know if the firing of Matt Canada, something that the Steelers hadn't done an in-season firing like that since 1941, I'm not sure if that played a role in his decision to fire Frank Reich. I'm not sure if his it's his history or background being in finance where you can take companies, you can look at their balance sheets, and, and you can then evaluate you know, what assets, what potential opportunity and profitability could be there if you implement a few different strategies to turn around the organization. Uh, I'm not sure if, if he feels like it's that simple and he feels like that he's got this intuition or knowledge that the rest of NFL owners don't and he just hasn't found the right guy to be the head coach yet to, to turn things around, turn those numbers around in the world of football. But it feels like he's applying what he's done in the past to have success in the NFL, and that's just not a recipe for success. Like, this is a people-person business. This takes time. There's no exact formula. There's no exact science for this. This is how it works. Like, it takes time to transition over a roster, rebuild a a roster. So maybe there's an element of, you know, him, him trying to, you know, say, I know this isn't right, or we missed Whoever it was, whether it was Scott Fitterl, general manager, that's still there, which is a bit surprising if this has to do with Bryce Young or the lack of development in Bryce Young, even though they've they've said that, hey, they, we feel like we're making these changes to help Bryce Young succeed. It's like, oh, okay, well, Frank Reich's a damn good coach. He's, he was a good player. Josh McCown played for a long time. He, he's gone too. Deuce Staley, great player. You know, he's gone too. Like, all those guys came in with the reputation of being – you know, good players, great locker room guys, good for the development of Bryce Young and any other younger player on that roster. And now they're all gone before you even let the season, the first season getting through it. It, it just it feels like this is a, an example of an owner interjecting himself 
And, and now I think moving forward, he's got to look squarely in the mirror because he's the one that's, that's accountable for what this has become. And it feels like a mess, and it feels like a job that someone's going to take it because he's got money and they've got money to be able to pay someone. But you're now going to be paying for two coaches for the foreseeable future. And I just don't know how you could walk in and take that job and think, yeah, like I'm – I'm going to have any time to make this team what I think it's capable of making. And, and the roster is far from where it needs to be. Hmm. Uh, 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 growing up in Pittsburgh, I, again, I always tell the story um, that I heard when I went pro. Uh, you heard the legends of the Rooney family and how they did things. And I was at some some event, and we were talking about the most successful owners and successful franchises and the, the the story that ensued was they they came in uh, you know everybody gets there at a certain certain time you get there you're early da 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 but depending on who's earliest this that it almost like becomes a competition who's there earliest to to get there early bird gets the worm well one of the guys came in they were running a little late boom they park at the back of the parking lot get out of the car walking in and he sees the main Rooney. Like at the time, I want I want to say it was the one after. Which one was the one that was made the ambassador in Ireland or something like that? Was that Dan? That was the Johnson. That was Woody Johnson. Not not Woody. It, it was it was it was a it was a Rooney. One of the Roonies. One of the Roonies. But it was the one after Art. Dan. It, is it Dan? Maybe it, he was like the older one, the gray hair. You know, passed away. Like he was probably Dan Rooney. Okay, yeah, it sounds about right. Well, he's walking in. From the back of of the parking lot, with with the guy that's telling the story about you know getting in late, and he looked at looked at him and said, "What are you What are you parked back here for? Like, where are you walking this far away?" He said, "Well, I got in late." He said, "The same reason why you're walking." He said, "If I want to park closer, I'll get in earlier." And that mentality, when when you humanize yourself to people that look at you as something other than a person it has a an outstanding like a, like a just a profound impact on how people view things and how they view the world you know I, not not to make any crazy comparisons but i i played for an owner that what you're kind of what you're talking about q that was disconnected to understanding how people driven football really is football culture really is and this dude thought that making everything, which I'm sure it can work, but this man had, they had all kinds of reserved parking lots. First parking lot was reserved for him. Little Danny. Second parking lot was reserved for his dad. Hell yeah. And then the third parking lot was reserved for the other owner. And then there was like all kinds of other reserved lot uh, spots. So by the time you get through all of the reserved spots, you know, you're trying to find a spot that isn't very close. But what what made it interesting is a lot of the things that you see owners that don't understand the humanistic aspect of running a franchise create division amongst the people that work there. It's like a natural thing that develops like that's one of that's one of his guys or I'm not one of his guys or why is this person getting that type of preferential treatment this person over here and I mean it stemmed far beyond just the locker room it stemmed into the media 
area. It stemmed into the sales. Like the salespeople were at odds. The the media people were at odds. The the scouting department were at every everybody's at odds because everybody's fighting for something that's kind of the same, but it's 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 very different. You're not fighting to win and go in the same direction. You're fighting to have the owners, you know, his his okay or his blessing or to be one of one of his guys. That's what you're fighting for. And I think when when owners make it about themselves, it, it just becomes a very very difficult proposition in the sport of a football to actually have a level of success that you're looking for. I always say it's hard enough to win uh, on Sundays in terms of just preparing for the game. But when you talk about all of the other elements that come into play and what you have to try to navigate during the course of a week, during the course of a a season, during the course of an offseason, the less distractions, the less divisiveness, the more together that you are, the more the closer that you guys are and the the, the buy in. That's what really gets people through. You get get good coaching, but it's the buy in of one another, not not the fractured type of relationships or how it works together. So when you get an age uh, owner that doesn't understand it that way and doesn't make you feel like we're in this together, you're not taking ownership over what you're doing. You're looking at it as I'm doing my job. And, and I, that's that's kind of a sad commentary if you ask me. And I think David Tepper is starting to discover it's a lot harder to be an owner than he realized. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O O O O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? 
Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Apparently, money is not uh, much of an issue for Texas A&M. Uh, they already owe. What, what is Jimbo Fisher getting? What's he getting? Like seventy-seven million, something like that. Yeah, like seventy-seven million. Not, not all at once, though. It gets yeah. paid out over a period of years. Yeah. Well, uh, Mike Elko, who's the Duke head coach, uh, he is now the next head coach at Texas A&M. He will take over in college. What they going to pay him? Well, uh, here's the uh, contractual numbers that we're looking at here. Uh, ultimately, this according to ESPN, it's a six-year contract, get a base salary of $7 million per year, but with several college football playoff. Uh, yeah, several college football playoff incentives here. He gets $1 million for a college football playoff appearance. 43. 1.5 for advancing to the college football playoff quarterfinals. 44.5. Or winning the SEC. <clears throat> Two well, million. That's, that's per year, by the way, if, if he hits any of those incentives in each year. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. $2 million for a college football playoff semifinal appearance. 2.5 for a college football playoff game, uh, title game appearance. $3.5 million for if a national title. Wow. And the contract includes $11 million salary pool for assistance and support staff. And, uh, yeah. He's getting paid, and he's off uh, leaving Durham and in College Station to take over there for the Aggies. Which I'll be honest with you, it's it's not. I mean, I, I like the way the contract is structured for Texas A&M. You know, it, it's not you're not paying him close to the top. He's very well paid. Don't get me wrong, but this is a university. It's paying off a guy who's making seventy seven million not to coach. So from that standard, it's like, well, that's not that much, right? I mean, Lavar, you just crunched the numbers. What were you saying? Somewhere in the forties for a seven year deal? Yes. I mean, Jimbo was getting more. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, I, I think it's a smart structure because they're essentially rewarding him for success, which is ultimately what you want to do. So he's rewarded. And, and I'll say this. If they win a national championship, okay, $3.5 million, is that what the bonus is? Yeah. Now, of course, like if he makes all of those incentives along the way, like what would that add up to? That's another, what, $7 million on top of that? Like Something. you said, that, that's, that, if it were yearly – you're you're talking about yeah like seven million seven point five so so it takes you up to about fourteen point so you'd be the highest paid in that case based on what you've earned it's a six year deal six or seven yeah, six. six six year deal yeah, yeah so that's plus he's what, in Texas so that helps no state income tax yeah it helps um but but the general point is this is you're rewarding him for the success of their team you're not just giving him a big you know bunch big sum of money. And say, here you go. Like we, we trust that you'll you know figure it out and we'll win a national championship. And so the the point is, it's a smart structured contract compared to what they just dealt with with Jimbo Fisher. And I, I say this: even if you pay them an additional seven million and they win a national championship, do you not think the university is going to make more 
I mean, seven million for a national championship to your head coach through all those incentives on top of the you know so what fourteen million or whatever it is total in one year. That's chump change compared to what the university is actually going to make if Texas A&M was to win a national championship. So I, th- I think this is a very well-structured contract that could work for both parties. If Mike Elko is successful, he'll get compensated like one of the top coaches in college football or the top coach. And you know, if, if he's not, he won't. And, and that actually saves the downside risk for Texas A&M in this case, given, again, the monumental largest in the history of college football buyout that we saw for Jimbo Fisher. I'm just a little confused because I, I, like I was hearing – that Ryan Day was interested in the job or they were interested in him. So I'm a little confused as to – it feels like there was a lot of reports and rumors out there that just kind of died over the weekend. Those were legitimate, though. Were they? Yeah. Did, didn't Urban – was Urban Meyer laughing at the report or something like that? When well, Feldman it was Bruce Feldman's it report. So yeah. if you're going to take a shot at the report, you'd be taking a shot at Bruce, which I could promise you this. They were legitimate in the sense of at least how Texas A&M felt – that maybe they could get an interview from that, which was what the report was. Do you, so. do you think Ryan Day would have seriously entertained the job? Why not? I, I, yeah, I would say to LeVar's point, generally, you should always entertain every opportunity. Yes. Like, w- w- I talk about this all the time from a front office perspective. If I'm John Lynch and he called the Patriots a number of years in a row and asked, hey, is Tom Brady available? Nope. Okay, cool. You make them say no. <laughs> If, if you're Texas A&M and you're saying, we want to cast the widest net we can, we called John Gruden maybe, we called Ryan. Like, you want to call every possible coach you think is a good coach and can help you win, regardless of what other circumstances that the media or people on the outside talk about, you call them and you ask and make them say no. If you think they're an upgrade or you think they can help you win, you make them say no before you move on. So, I, look, Ryan Day is a great coach. I'm sure Texas A&M – was hoping if they lost, maybe there'd be an opportunity for them to get him as, as a head coach or at least talk to him about becoming their head coach. It, it's kind of wild that Ryan Day's got only one other loss outside of the Michigan game. And they talk about getting rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> I told, well, and, and, I told by, by people. Way, wild, th- that's the difference. He's got, what, six losses or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. It's like that's the difference is if Ohio State doesn't want him and all the Buckeye Nation fans are like, hey, you know, we, well, we can't be Michigan. Oh, we want to move on. OK, well, someone else will gladly take Ryan Day's services. One loss. You're one loss. You're one win away from perfection. And they talking about firing you. I, I, told, I, I was on social media. I told them people, I said, if y'all were held to the same standard that y'all be holding your coach to for, for one, one games and lost games in your own personal life and in your job, you would be fired. You'd be unemployed. Right. Right. If you had to live up to that standard that you're sitting there judging that man off of, you would have no job. I, I would say this, though. Growing up in Columbus, Ohio, and living through the John Cooper era, being a recruit for Jim Trestle, and, and understanding it, there's respect there. I, I also think there's a fair amount of hatred. Like, and I think that's it's okay to admit that. Like, I, I've heard people try to downplay that rivalry. It's like, no, man. Like, Michigan, Ohio State, they don't like each other. I get that part. Like there, there's there's cattiness too to just people who live in in, oh, in both states. One hundred percent. Well, remember, so all 100%. I'm saying is it's like it's because someone asked the question: if Ohio State went six and six next year, but beat Michigan, would that be a good year? Well, in some people's mind, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which like is like crazy. like that's how crazy it is. In that's some crazy. people's mind, yes. If they won that one game, regardless of how the rest of the season went, it would be a good season. 
Yeah. It's crazy to think that way, but that's that's how that rivalry is. It is the greatest rivalry in college football. I would say it argues any rivalry in, in sport. any sport. Yes. In any sport. Yeah. I don't have a problem with with all of that. I just have a problem with your your cl- I, I told people this when when the whole Franklin stuff hit because he has two losses over, you know, four losses over the last two years and it's to the same two teams and I'm like are you closer to elite or are you closer to mediocrity? And and to me, if and we talked about this earlier in the show when we talked about Wright getting fired and, and how you run things. This is a people-ran, people-led type of, of business and industry and category. If you're closer to elite, I'd rather try to figure out how to get to elite versus take the risk of I'm going to bring somebody else new in and although they may be an elite coach you're still taking the risk and a a tremendous chance that you may lose where it is that you're at I mean remember we made the point a a couple months ago Nebraska fans wanted Bo Pelini out it's crazy and they haven't been that good since he's been the best they've had in a long time they haven't been that good since so you're right there at it Fans be, you know, and I get it. Like I said, I, listen, if, if if that's your rivalry, I get it. You know, the rivalry was pretty strong still when I went to Washington. I I hadn't witnessed a rivalry outside of high school, North Allegheny, North Hills. I, that's a hate rivalry. Um, but at the highest level, it was Washington and Dallas were a tremendously heated uh, rivalry. It used to be. And it was still at that feverish pitch that you could lose every game, but as long as you win the games against Dallas, it's like it's a it's a win of a season, which is crazy to think, but that's how our fans, a lot of fans thought. I get it, but I don't. I just don't I don't understand why you would be okay with just that win. Like work to be great. It's it's not just about winning the rivalry games. I know that's what makes it fun for fans, but it's still talking about winning it as a whole. What does that look like as a whole? Not just one singular part, one singular piece. You're one game away from being perfect. One game. And you'd rather fire him because he didn't win that one game. That's just I don't it just doesn't compute well for it, me. It's that's, like uh growing up it was always Hilliard Davidson and Dublin Kaufman for me. Oh my god, why do you do this? What are you talking about? I mean it's just you, you. You try so hard to act like you're from there. What up, yeah. Pat and Jay? I, I will say this about uh, about Matt Rule in Nebraska. Like they went five and seven this year, which at one point they were five and three. They lost the last four, all one score games though. And like they, I think they sneakily could get in a bowl game if like some other people's uh, other other squads don't want to go that are six win teams that could qualify because they're APR. But I'm not betting against Nebraska like slowly building back with Matt Rule. Like, I, like we've seen this story before where year one, ah, not quite as good. And then, like, year two, they get better. And year three, they're, like, they're competing. And I, I know they're adding a bunch of teams from the Pac-12 uh, in Oregon and Washington and, and obviously USC and UCLA. But it's going to be – that's going to be an interesting program to watch to see what Matt Rule can do with them. I wonder if Matt Rule called Frank Reich yesterday and was like, hey, man, come out and have a beer. Let's share some stories. You know, let's let's share some fun stories working with David Tepper with all the millions he paid us to uh, to go ahead and be gone. The crazy thing is, too, if you think about the Matt Rule era in Carolina, they were a far more competitive football team than what the Panthers were this year. I yeah. mean, <laughs> like they were, they were a seven win team was the last two years. Yeah, I mean, their defense was. 
playing much better. They're running the football better. I mean, that's the problem is I know there was a bunch of turnover on the roster, but not to the point where they felt they lacked that much competitiveness. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs>